And it's a very good morning to a drifter. We're joined by, and I love the noise in the background as well, I might add. We're joined by Luke Fink, who was a winner of the uh, Valvoline D1 Drift Competition in the last round. That was round four in Manfield in Manawatu. And uh, coming up uh, this weekend at Mount Smart, we go to round five. Luke, welcome to the program. I expect you to be feeling uh, fairly good about your prospects leading into this one. Feeling reasonable. Um, we've had a few dramas out here on uh, yesterday. Now this is obviously uh, the next day, but um, hoping things go well. The car we plan to be driving actually had some issues, and we're in a backup vehicle. So I'm just going to push as hard as I can and do what I can. Okay. So what were the issues? How did they come about? Was it because you were pushing too hard? No, unfortunately, it was actually issues pre-coming to the event. Some issues on the dyno, which were too risky to run the car. So then we go into a backup vehicle, which is also part of the JDM uh, racing stable. Okay, so are you taking that off another peddler, or is it just a spare that's been hanging around the shed? How does that actually work? Yeah, it is, it is one of the team's cars, but it's more of the what we quote, the party cars. The, the pit crew drives it, you know, you throw anyone behind the wheel, it's a town bike, everyone has a go. Uh, definitely not a super competitive car by any means, but it's a smaller track here, so I'm definitely going to go out and absolutely pull out all of my uh, years of experience and pour it into this car and see what I can do with it. Okay, so the equipment might not necessarily be a hundy, but you think there's enough that you might better push through because it's not necessarily all about the grunt, or am I wrong? Uh, the grunt definitely helps, but you can drifting very much does come back to the driver as well, so it can be driven around. So I'll be doing my absolute best and. Uh, you know, who knows? We might end up on the uh, podium. Well, okay. So, what what is your uh, the car that you've left behind? What's the busted dyno one, and what are you in now? How different are they? Just give us some um, some specifications. Uh, literally more than double the horsepower. Okay. <laughs> for one, so the car I'm driving now is a 400 horsepower car. The other car uh, stopped working on the dyno after its first pull on the dyno at 850 horsepower. Uh, the other one is, you know, you've you've still supercar style stuff, sequential gearbox, all the good, absolutely everything you need to be competitive on a worldwide stage. And then uh, I've got a milk cart. (laughs) (laughs) For those unfamiliar with um, D1NZ, their Valvoline competition, when you look at the cars themselves, they're all all purpose-built. Are they based on a particular style of car? What what are you actually driving? Do people recognise these things or...? So I compete worldwide, and honestly, the level at D1 and Z is right up there with some of the best in the world. So it is a big uh, props to every, all the guys in New Zealand. But very much the cars look very similar to cars you see out on the road, just far more extreme from a sense of low, wide, you know, stickers, and you know, obviously a lot louder and faster. Right. So what's your model then? What are we looking out for? Uh, super common stuff is mostly your Nissan. So you want Nissan 186, F13s, F14s, F15s are probably the most common. You said you compete all over the world. Just how big is drifting globally? Because it's definitely got more than a foothold over here. It's a very popular sport here in New Zealand. But does that expand right the way across the globe, Luke? Absolutely, absolutely. I just got back from a uh, trip to the state drifting over there and it you know, absolutely goes bananas in the States and Europe. It's it's going bananas. It's absolutely everywhere, all over Asia. I've been at events, um, all over the more of the uh, the Arab desert countries as well. Um, 
very popular. So, yeah, it's very much a worldwide sport. You make any money out of this, mate, or are you just pouring money down the drain? Um, I'm in a lucky position where it's how I make part of my living. But, um, you know, that's probably thanks more to having a, a YouTube channel. And that's where, you know, I sort of be able to work around that to make it, uh, you know, essentially like a job. But do, do you see that if, you, if you're looking at some of the youth out there going, there actually is a way ahead that you could become a professional drifter, you might have to involve uh, YouTube and the like as well. But, but is there a future in this? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I've been doing it for over 15 years. The noise in the so, background is superb. What on earth did you just do? <laughs> that, that was not me. I wish I had that power. But, uh, no, not me. But um, no, it very much, I've had very, pre-COVID, it was pretty much a full-time job. Um, obviously, with everything, you know, everything has slowed down and not being able to travel and everything, it put a stop to all of that. But we're now, with the world starting to open up again, it's definitely, um, you know, looking more positive. It'd be rude of us not for, to ask for your YouTube channel. What is it, Luke? Yeah, it's a Think & Co channel. Think & Co channel on YouTube to follow. You want to find out more about the entertainment and the Valvoline D1NZ Drift Championship. It is round five. It is uh, in Auckland City at Mount Smart. For all the deets, just go to D1, that's the numeral one, D1NZ.com. Wishing you the best in your milk cart, Luke Fink. You go well. I appreciate that, mate. Thanks, guys.